Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm going to do I'm going to do the mic. What's up everybody and welcome to the ah. <laughs> Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professional. They're about to make that very clear. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast, episode 75. This is the podcast where we like to normalize checking in on the homies. I'm Mike. That is also Mike. And uh, we have a fun one today. Do we? We do, because we're, one, we, we're, we're, we're back. We worked through last week. We did. And uh, you'll be happy... He'll be happy to know that, you know, I, I saw a movie with him first. And I saw it again, but a different time. Yeah. So. Which time did you like it more? You know, that's not, <laughs> that's not even important. That's not what's important. What's important is we're here. Episode, <laughs> episode 75. For real, we're almost 100. I know. It's, it's, it's wild. It's crazy. It's wild to think that we've come this long and this far. And this hard. (laughs) What are we still doing here? That's what I want to know. I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. I'm I'm definitely curious to see as the uh, episodes have progressed and as the time has gone by, how many less people were helping (laughs) since the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. I really hope that uh, our our random banter can at least, um, you know, Maybe can, I, can at least help with your mental state yeah. uh, for for the week or for the day. And that being said, let's jump into our mental health check. All right, mental health check. It's where we like to check in weekly, see where we're at mentally, so that if we're if we're going well, what are we doing that's helping us? Maybe coping strategy that is working. And if we're if we're not, if we're in a funk, maybe what are we maybe neglecting to do that is keeping us in that funk? Michael. You can go first. Oh, okay. I'll go. For, I'll go first. <laughs> uh, mentally, I'm doing well. Doing well. Um, I feel like 
I feel like physically, I'm uh, <laughs> um, I'm not where I want to be. I haven't had an opportunity to to exercise like I like I want to. But this is how it starts, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, this no. How it starts. No. All of a sudden, you got to buy bigger shirts. Well, not it's not it's not just that. I I uh, <clears throat> like my sleep has been has been pretty pretty rough. Also, I haven't I haven't been in my own bed. And uh, I've <laughs> oh hold on let me backtrack oh camera, camera. <laughs> uh, developments <laughs> no <laughs> um I have I have some I have friends that have been staying with me from Germany yeah. uh, shout out to Jay and Natasha um and so they have my room and gotcha. so I haven't had my bed okay. Okay. Not as, it's not as cool as. It's <laughs> not as cool as it sounds. Yeah, and so um, anyway, so I just feel like I've had just a, like a lot of, like, interrupted sleep. I guess I don't sleep. Are you sleeping out on the couch? Uh, I bounce around couch. Sometimes I'm in the guest room. Hmm. But um, but anyway, but other than that, uh, <clears throat> mentally I feel like I'm doing well. Um, it's been it's been uh. It's been nice. We got we got music for one of our projects, a new song, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. I've been messing with that. Um, yeah, I think that man, song rips. It rips, it's dude. Rips so hard. It oh fucking God. rips. <sighs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it's been a good week. I got to have uh, got to practice with Burner State. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> where we got to practice once before our show mm-hmm. in uh, May twenty sixth, Ty's birthday party. Um, and, uh, we hadn't, so we, we've been, we've been, we, we recorded, uh, the album, but it's like different from like playing, uh, you know, jamming and some of these songs, you know, they're not on the album. So we haven't played some of these songs in months. Yeah. And so for, for us to kind of get together and play some of these songs we've been playing forever, um, rusty for sure. But it was nice to be like, oh, you know, so we yeah. can, it'll work. 26 will be fine. You guys sounded good though. Yeah. That sounded good. Yeah. I mean, aside from you having to read your own lyrics. That was for the new song. <laughs> the new song. That was for the new songs. I don't know our new songs yet. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, so that was good. So yeah, so mentally I feel like I've been I've been good. I'm in a good place. Um but yeah, I just need I just need to get my I need to get my exercise in line. Yeah. Where are you at? Uh I'm I've been good. Um I have been like on the grind a lot. Like I'll just like picking up little odd jobs here and there, trying to do um, like as much voiceover work as I can, just to kind of like <clears throat> now that I'm now that I've I've kind of chilled on spending money. I, I say that as we look at the scrim, but um, <laughs> I've I've kind of chilled on on like big purchases and things like that. Like that was my last. Uh, obviously, that was my last big purchase, but. Um, Note this episode seventy five. Seventy five. <laughs> that was that was my last big purchase. Uh, I, I bought another guitar. <laughs> uh, it, he's got to the point where his nice Fender is, it doesn't even doesn't even have a stand. It's just no. That's not just, that's uh, not true. My nice Fender actually goes above you, but it casts a shadow on the wall. So we take it down to film the episode so that nobody gets distracted by this little shadow on the wall. Okay. But it's making me nervous. I keep staring at it because yeah. I'm like waiting for it to shift. 
Right. <clears throat> uh, but anyways, yeah. I'm so I'm um, been kind of trying to shift things around a little bit. Um, we I sold the squat rack from the gym in the garage. Oh, that's right. Um, which cleared up a lot of because the end goal is to like I, like right now I'm paying like two hundred something a month for a storage unit for our excess crap basically. Mm. Um, and so like with crime and not working and like, you know, things like that and me having to kind of pick up the slack on that. Um, basically I'm like, how can we cut costs and how can we like, we, we, I have a gym membership. I also have access to the Drayson center with Loma Linda. So I legit have like, if I don't go to 24, I can go there. And then I kept like the dumbbells and like, I got like just a flat bench, like just a regular flat bench that I can move around the garage and I have the treadmill in there still. So we still prison workout. Yeah, so we still prison workout, which so, we'll probably get more buff that way, anyways. Yeah. Um, but I like the squat rack and like the Olympic size bar and all this stuff was realistically just taking up space, and I realized at one point that it just became like a hanger, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because like like we're just hanging stuff that needs to dry in there. Mm-hmm. So by clearing that out, it opened up like this whole big space in the garage, and I kind of used that. I used the money from the squat rack to buy like nice shelving so that we can put all the stuff that's in storage into the garage. And then the difference like pretty much went to the rest of the guitar. So in the end of the day, it didn't really spend that much. Money, you know. um, <clears throat> it was so, a deal. You got it. Yeah. You did get a good deal on it. Though. It was a deal. It was a good bundle package deal situation. Um, but other than that, man, I've just been like, yeah, just, just trying to, get myself back on track still been working out still been um like watching what i eat haven't had a soda since i came back from costa rica haven't had a yeah. red bull see it in the, in the face look at look at it, you it's, it's yeah. also the way i cut probably the way i trimmed up my beard too like kind of shaped it chiseled off the face mm. a little bit you know but but thank you i'll take it <laughs> um <clears throat> so yeah just getting back on track getting back on track no. Wait. So are you? So are you still doing the seventy-five? The diamond seventy-five. I mean, I failed by not taking pictures, but I'm still pr- pretty much sticking on top of. But other than else. other than other pictures. than taking pictures, I'm pretty much doing everything else. Good. So, I've been working out. I've been playing my guitar at least an hour a day. I've been um, meal prepping. I actually, ordered meal preps from that one meal prep company. Oh yeah. This yeah. week. Oh, this is good. So, um, I did call in sick today. Uh, because you know, like this weekend I had that migraine that wouldn't go away mm-hmm. still there this morning. And so I just like, is it a tumor? I don't know. I mean, it's starting to go away now. Like there's just a little bit there, but I've just had a migraine for like four days now. Something like that. And it, that's probably, it could be stress. It could be whatever. I'm like prone to migraines anyways. <clears throat> but this morning I was just like, I'm just going to take today and just, you know, like chill. So. Um, it was just like I had the house to myself pretty much for a while. So you know what that means. I napped. <laughs> walking, walking, <laughs> I, uh, walking around naked. I played guitar for a while. I walked around naked. Um, <clears throat> you know, but yeah, good. I'm good. True was like, what's that? <laughs> uh, so uh, we, 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 we kind of pre-ho, pre pre ho pre show <laughs> hinted at it, but we saw we saw Guardians. 
Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. I'm kind of curious now that you've seen it twice. Mm-hmm. What your take on it? And I have a little theory that I read that kind of like is interesting, um, <clears throat> which is a spoiler, but not really a spoiler, right? Mm. So at the end of the movie, Groot says something. Yeah. Right. Um, says something other than I am Groot. Yeah. But there's a theory that. Did he really say that, or have we just spent so much time with Groot uh, throughout these movies it. that now we understand what he's saying? <clears throat> kind of like, kind of like that we now understand what he's saying. I kind of like, like it we too. had a Gamora moment. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I also like saw that. an article that <laughs> I don't know if it's real or not, but said Vin Diesel almost got fired from this movie because he kept forgetting his lines. <laughs> <laughs> He's all trying to talk for reals. They're like, mm-hmm. that's not... Ben. It's not, not okay. I like that he did a ton of takes, too. <laughs> did you hear about that? That's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, he did like a ton of... Like, he wanted to get like the emotion of it. Yeah. Um. So we go... Should we go... Uh, what we liked, what we didn't? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Are we just spoiling... Should we do spoilers on this? I feel like by the time it comes out, it's like Jesse, Jesse have you week. seen it? No. Oh. Yeah, but you can still go on your own. Did you see it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't have to be your only link yeah. to movies, Jesse. I'm just saying. <clears throat> um, Are you okay with us spoiling this for you? Cool. All right, cool. All right. So, obviously, the best part was fucking Tony Stark coming yeah, back. Yeah, that was sick. Um <laughs> 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 You know, like, I I won't go too heavy into spoilers, but I will say, like, I thought that this movie was going to hit me in the feels way more than it actually did. Mm. Um, I think that, like, I get it. I get why everybody was like, oh, my God, it's so emotional, Mm -hmm. you know, shit Mm -hmm. like that. But, like, I thought, you know, it could have, it could have, it could have gone way different. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like. I don't think the word is that he that James Gunn played it safe, but I feel like he he was like, "You guys are expecting this, and I'm gonna give you this," mm. you know. And it's not a bad thing. I think the movie mm. was great. I think that like you know it did hit on all the emotional um, points that it needed to hit on, like giving that whole history of Rocket, um, the villain, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think that like it was all like. I don't know how to explain it. Like I wanted what we didn't see mm. in a weird way. Cause you like, cause, cause you like the last of us and you, yeah. like, you love being hurt. Yeah. I want, I want to be hurt. By I wanna, this. You want to you know? be, I, get I it. wanted, I wanted it. I wanted my John wick moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I wanted. And instead I got like happiness. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, yeah. Cause I mean, I'm damaged. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like, uh, it was almost like, it was almost a given. Oh, uh, Drax is gonna die. Yeah, because yeah, just in general, uh, Batista, I think he's leaving Disney. And he said he's like, I'm, I'm done. Like, he said in an interview, like, I'm in my fifties. Like, how much longer can I keep up like right. physique and all this stuff like that? And you know, somebody like that who's worked out their whole lives, like, obviously they're still gonna take care of themselves. But he's right though. Like, the the like the stress you put on your body to stay in shape like that for everything. And I think that's part of why Drax was like in a, you know, suited up most of the time. Cause mm-hmm. it was like, 
It's all right, big guy. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like, we don't... Take a break. Like, we'll just put you in a, in a suit. Um, <clears throat> but, you know. Well, he, he didn't. Spoiler. <laughs> I know. But it's like, it's. I think that's kind of like, I guess it kind of plays into like James Gunn's genius in the sense that like, yeah. I think everyone's like, oh, he's going to kill him off. It makes sense. Yeah. But instead of killing him off, then you give him this like super emotional like, and delivered the line delivered by Nebula, which is kind of yeah. crazy. She had like really, she had a lot of like, like beautiful like moments. <laughs> like yeah. it was weird for her. Uh, uh, just you know, full character like, arc for her. Yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not, you're, you're not meant to be a destroyer. You're meant to be a dad. Just like okay, like yeah. Wouldn't that, expect that her. Was like, deliver- yeah. Fucking right, man. Um, the, like a, a moment that caught me off guard. I wasn't ready for it. Was when uh, Gamora goes to punch uh, uh, Peter, mm-hmm. and then Gamora catches it because she's like, uh, and it, well, yeah. So then she catches her punch, and she's like, "We're family," and she's like, "So is he." Yeah, like just little things like that. I was like, "Dang, dude." Yeah, <clears throat> Nebula. <laughs> I think they, I think they did a really good, and I think that was the underlying, you know, message throughout this whole movie was that like you can create a family out of like the people that you're that you surround yourself with right like even rocket story oh god which was fucking heart-wrenching <sighs> right um seeing rocket story and seeing like rocket's homies and like was it batch 80 89 86 89 uh, um <clears throat> and so like and then the realization that like oh you guys are just steps and phases in the in the process of creating the perfect being right like you guys are just throwaway experiments mm. but rocket is the one that the one that exceeded yeah right why why did he exceed mm-hmm. what was it about him that made him so special compared mm-hmm. to everybody else and that that's you know the driving factor behind everything <clears throat> but um yeah like just like the the family that rocket found while he before he was even rocket mm-hmm. before he even knew he was a raccoon Right, like the family he found there versus, you know, the family that he has now. <clears throat> it's uh, it just goes to show you that, you know, like that message of, you know, it's who we surround ourselves with and who mm-hmm. we bring together in our lives. It was emotional, man. Yeah, emotional. dude. I just the the usage of raccoons in this movie. <laughs> so many, so many. Uh, I freaking... I kept. Martin was in between me and Mike and like I kept like turning over to like to, to say something to you and then remembering Martin was there but like I couldn't tell if you were like hard at some points or if you were just emotional at some points or if you were just like because like there'd be moments where I thought it was like you leaning forward in your chair <laughs> I was in a lot of this <laughs> like this yeah at one point um man freaking just anytime i had just like little rocket and i kept talking and like oh dude <laughs> <laughs> fucking james gunn dude <laughs> and then his friends and they all come up with names that whole scene dude mm-hmm. oh when they're playing tag together I'm like oh yeah uh oh dude so parts that almost got me too and i think I feel like uh, there's some there's something about a good a good scream, 
freaking when Rocket when Spence, you know, and he just starts screaming like he's yeah. crying, but he's screaming. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh fuck, fuck. It was yeah. That was definitely. It was a Midwest emo moment. Like you yes. could put that riff over it, and it would have been oh, fucking dude. perfect. <clears throat> and Peter too. Peter had had one too when he when Rocket flatlined. I uh, I'm I'm curious to see what they do with Peter moving forward. Yeah, because he'll be back. Yeah, because they said he'll be back. Um, and what members of the Guardians will see moving forward as well mm. because you know not all of them are coming back right there's gonna be oh drax is off doing this or mantis is off doing this or you know whatever um you know we know that there's basically a new team of guardians mm -hmm. that we saw at the end um <clears throat> but i'm curious to see what we see in movies moving forward like you know rocket obviously is going to be one of the mainstays but who else and is going to be part of that team and at what capacity are we going to see them in? Cause I feel like if we see Peter, he's not going to be with the guardians. Yeah. Do you think let's fast forward a couple years and the next end game on your left moment, mm -hmm. do you think the big emotional punch would be seeing the guard, the original guardians come back together? That would be cool. Um, I don't know if we're going to have a moment like that though. I don't know if we are. I think I think this whole <clears throat> timeline shift of everything is gonna is gonna kind of change that. So we'll see a team of guardians, but I don't think it'll be the original mm -hmm. team that we once had. Original with new new old Gamora. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, is there anything anything? Uh, I guess like I guess we kind of talked about some of our. I guess those are the most emotional parts. What, what were some of like your favorite parts of the movie? Uh, there was <clears throat> a fight scene, I like kind of like one of the bigger towards the end fight scenes mm -hmm. that looked very like comic book splash page, like you know the perfect like shots where you're mm -hmm. like the camera spinning and you're seeing one person do something and then you see fighting going on in the mm -hmm. background and everything just looks fucking sick. I always love those big like comic book splash page moments like even in like the was it the first avengers where they're like going to storm that base and then they like there's the moment where they're fucking on motorcycles and shit oh yeah, yeah. and it, like freezes <laughs> as all of them are mm. going through the woods like shit like that like it's it's corny but at the same time it's like this is so sick you know this is the two pages um and the, and that, the part i think you're talking about is like the hallway kind of the hallway. Yeah. it's like a little room yeah 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 that was cool i, lo I love how that was kind of that that whole I mean these movies are you know whatever they're fun they're corny but I felt like that was like a fun deserved thing because now they finally have Rocket back mm -hmm. and then uh, like he basically leads the charge to go to go after him and then they open it up and it's like these I don't know I, lo I love shit like that yeah. that's why I love so much that's why I loved, loved uh, John Wick the, mm -hmm. the latest one just seeing how it's like like just that confrontation where everyone's like you're it's like oh they're gonna yeah there's no mysteries here they're gonna throw down they're gonna throw down still though the steps in john wick are unfucking touched dude <laughs> you have three minutes left and it gets fucking thrown all the way down to the bottom of the stairs that's probably one of the most like stressful it's like the most stressful i've been like in a theater in a minute yeah. 
I wasn't expecting it to come from a movie like John Wick. I was like, oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, another, uh, another scene I, I really liked, which wasn't really an action scene at all, was when, you know, he's like pouring his heart out to Gamora in the in the suits hits, <laughs> that was good. the calm button that was good <laughs> and then they're like you know this is an open channel right and he's like what no I hit the blue suit and they're like trying to explain how like no blue actually means everybody mm-hmm. red actually means this and this and this and he's like that doesn't even make sense oh Drax he's like that was brutal <laughs> like, that was hard that was... there was another thing that he said and I can't remember exactly what it was but he had that whole like like every time that Peter would be like, We've gotta save him, that's my best friend, Drax would just be like, second best second, friend. Yeah. second best friend. <laughs> <laughs> In the I want I want one of those whatever the nuts are. Yeah. Like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's like, Oh man, that's I am I'm, I'm all out. One of the one of the things I liked about, about this movie is I felt like it was a bit of a return to like like good MCU, yeah, not great, but it was like it was good. Yeah, like it was a solid movie. It was fun. It was fun. It was it was fun, and it had the right amount of like action scenes, heartfelt scenes. You know, overall, I've seen a lot of people like tout this as like this is a perfect movie. Mm. Um, and I could see it. I could see where they're coming from. Um, I think it was great. I don't know. I it's. It's hard for me now, especially with Marvel movies, to separate like Endgame, like pre-Endgame yeah, to now, like, like pre-Endgame, and, and even just Endgame in and of itself. Mm. Like, how do you top that, right? Like, I feel like like we built up to this fucking epic movie, and like nothing's gonna be more emotional and more like chilling than that on your left moment, like, yeah, and the Avengers Assemble moment. Like, that's huge like everything led to that moment and now it's almost like we're like picking up the pieces and trying to reach for that again <clears throat> and i think guardians i mean we've we've seen a couple of good good marvel movies lately mm-hmm. like i think uh wakanda forever was phenomenal yeah um i think guardians was great um <clears throat> but then we've seen some that were just kind of like yeah. okay you know um and then now with all this shit going on with uh with majors i mean and the writers uh writer strike or whatever writer strike yep like i'm curious to see where this goes i'm sure on camera that looked fucking crazy because it looked like i just hit myself in the dick i was like messing with my shoe and i was like ah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I'm 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 curious to see how the MCU continues on with like the Kang Dynasty storyline. Yeah. Um and like Secret Wars and Secret Invasion and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, in a weird way and it's it's like I mean, obviously it's like weird it's a weird cop out, I guess. Or not really. But I mean it is multiverse. So they could just be like, Oh, this is the this is the this is the king that everyone's afraid of. So, but that was another thing. That was another question I had. Like, how does this Guardians movie tie into this whole new, you know, like phase that Marvel's creating? Like, I didn't. There was no real references or ties to anybody else. Yeah, I I think uh, I don't think there's. 
Man, I don't know. I think story wise, I don't. I can't see. It was like a, a it was lot. just like an end cap to a to a storyline. But I mean, but they did introduce Adam Warlock. True. Which is cool new yeah. character. Um. Yeah, I don't know. In a way, I kind of like that it didn't tie into like yeah multiverse shit. I don't know. I'm I'm still not sold on it. I haven't been. I've been. I'm I'm not t- totally bought in yet because I just don't feel like it's. I don't know. I still feel like there's not a whole lot of, uh, like it's hard to have stakes when you can just keep bringing someone back. Yeah, and I, and I think we've talked about this in the past. Like, I think somewhere along the line, there's going to be that defining moment where we go, "Oh, that makes all this shit that they've been doing make sense, mm-hmm. make more sense." But we haven't hit that yet. Mm-hmm. So because of that, we're kind of like, mm, okay, yeah. Because you think about it, we went. I don't know how many movies we went until we finally realized, like, oh shit. Uh, Thanos is is collecting the stones from the Infinity yeah. Gauntlet. And they actually said it. That's what it is. Yeah. So maybe yeah, maybe we'll have a have that moment. I don't know. I just I just want good. I just want good shows, good content, good movies. This was nice. It felt like a return of like. Yeah. It was it, like overall like taking it out of the whole like formula that they have. It was a fun movie to watch, yeah. and it was cool. Like I I I feel like it's a movie that anybody can go watch. And appreciate it regardless of mm. whether they're invested in the Marvel universe or not. Yeah. And and they didn't really undercut I think some of the like the heavy parts. Like some of them they they let it be heavy. They let it yeah. be, you know, sad or whatever it was. I I did kind of I did kind of like that uh Rocket fucked up fucked them up real good and then at the end you see him you're like, holy oh, shit Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I liked because at first I couldn't understand why his face was the way it was, yeah. right? Like, like why it's like pulled back, mm-hmm. and then like, as like you see the flashbacks, and I'm kind of like, oh, well, he's got a little bit of the, pull, the thing there. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just aging so much that it's like it's, it's mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, it, it fucking it was sick. So, so then I wish they would have gone into more is the, the um, that. What was his name? The bad guy? The, uh, I don't know. I don't remember. The something. Yeah. Um, but uh, the I. The ambassador or some shit like that. Like, I wanted to understand, like, why he. Because there's moments where he looked drunk. And they're like, oh, he got out of his treatment early. I, I, I feel like we we're missing something about yeah, the like character. Yeah, we're missing a piece. Like, why is he. Yeah, like, what what is his goal? And like, how long has he been doing this? Yeah, I explain it. Yeah, how, how, like, how long has he been doing it? I thought there was like, there, there was like a kind of a cool reference where they're like, oh, in some parts of the, some parts of the galaxy, he's God, because he created the sovereign, he created all these different, you know, things. <clears throat> um, but I don't know. I just felt like there's like a couple things. I feel like we we're like missing some of like key things to like him, because like, there's two moments where he almost like appears drunk. Yeah, I don't think it's drunk. I think it's like something else. Well, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Well, anything else you want to go <laughs> touch on? I don't think so. How did, how did it feel watching that first with me? You know, it felt good. Um, <laughs> it felt like it felt like old times. <laughs> it felt it felt like it should. You know, in the old days. It was it was funny because um, so like when when we were talking about the movie or whatever. I was, uh, Martin had texted me and was like, yo, 
he had asked me about something or something. We were just, just like shooting the shit, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm just heading home." And I was like, "Oh, me and Mike are, are gonna go watch um, Guardians. If you want to roll." <clears throat> and he's like, "No, I'm cool on that." And I was like, "Okay." And it was just at work, like you know, that's the typical Martin response to things like yeah. that. So just, whatever. And then he calls. He, does, me. he doesn't know what a Guardian of the Galaxy is. Yeah. <laughs> so he calls me, and then he's like, "Yo, so you're going to that movie?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "All right, I'll go." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." So, yeah, he was he was a little unexpected last minute. Addition. Yeah, I was I was surprised. I was I was like, oh, Martin's on. Okay, cool. Yeah, Martin likes movies apparently. Apparently <laughs> not. Um. All right. So I have a uh, so shifting away from Guardians. I have I have one um thing for you potentially two. Okay. All right. <clears throat> So uh, uh, both of these are kind of like weird scenarios that I'm I'm curious to see what your response would be. So <laughs> the first one, so this is these are from the uh, Reddit "Am I the asshole?" Um, threads, and this person said, "Would I be the asshole for not attending my twin brother's surprise party birthday dinner when I was only invited as a guest?" Let that sink <laughs> in because it had to sink in for me for me to be like because at first I was like yeah who cares then I was like oh wait. Yeah, it's his birthday. Yeah, it's your birthday too. <laughs> All right. So would I be the asshole for not attending my twin brother's surprise birthday dinner when I'm only invited as a guest? <clears throat> uh, so I'm a twin. My brother and I hang out all the time and we're super close. In a few days, it's our 25th birthday. <clears throat> we share the same friend group and we're all really close and have been since high school. He has a close group of girlfriends, about five of them, who I've also known for many years. I would class them as being closer with him in recent years, but we are all still good friends and socialize often together. Um, now, I've been added to a group chat labeled my brother's name, Surprise Dinner. It's a surprise birthday dinner for my twin brother organized by one of the girls in that group, and they have invited me as a guest. One of them also said in the group that it would be nice to see me as well. So I just feel like an afterthought. <clears throat> I wouldn't really have minded if the girls wanted to organize a surprise birthday evening exclusively for my brother and themselves, but they have also invited my partner and some of my brother and I's closest friends. Mm. This feels inconsiderate and quite upsetting as <clears throat> I can't understand uh, why I would be invited to my literal twin brother's surprise birthday dinner with me <laughs> only invited as a guest and it is also my birthday involving all of our friends. My girlfriend also found this action to be extremely rude and wondered why this girl didn't, just didn't reach out to her um, and then they could have organized a surprise involving both of us uh -huh. Uh -huh. instead of just my brother. <clears throat> uh, in the chat, it is clearly stated that we are all to arrive at one time while my brother is due to arrive 20 minutes later. The thought of attending makes me feel weird because it's just a celebration for quote unquote his birthday when him and I are literally born on the same day. This isn't new information to the organizer. Also, every year my brother and I do something together because we want to and because we have the same friends. Last year, our friends and my girlfriend set up a massive dinner for our birthday to which everyone was invited, including the, this group of girls. So now I'm at a crossroads. I don't know whether or not to attend. On one hand, if I don't go, I'll feel left out because our mutual friends are going. But on the other hand, if I do go, I'll feel like I'm letting myself be disrespected and will likely feel uncomfortable as it feels like only my brother is being celebrated. So would I be the asshole if I took a stand and I didn't go? <clears throat> I think it's one of those classic cases of... Uh one brother being cooler than the other. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, why, uh, 
Maybe there's a reason why it's for your brother and not you. Oh, it it sucks to say that, but you might be right. You know what I mean? But also That's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. But also, it's it's like, do you? Why would you include him on the text too, though? Yeah, that's weird. That's the weird part. Maybe, maybe him and this chick don't get along. Maybe there's history there. There's history there. Like, yeah, like why they don't like each other, or maybe this chick has the hots for his brother, and then isn't just quite thinking this through. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe there's there's a surprise within the surprise. Mm. And then he doesn't show up for his own surprise within the surprise. <laughs> I mean, it that is I mean, that is kind of weird though, to be like, hey. Yeah. But on a surface level, it it it's very it's definitely like weird, right? Yeah. Like, especially if these people have all been friends with each other for so long. They've all kind of hung out in the same friend group. They've all been together, celebrated the same birthday every year for the twins now, just to do one on one. That that's like there's, I feel like there's something that we're missing there. Yeah, there's a piece that we're missing. There's a piece missing. Maybe, uh, maybe there is a surprise for him. Yeah. So later time, I don't know. So if you were the brother, would you go? I would go. I mean, it's for my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Would you? I just show up hammered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just show up fucking yeah. rip roaring. As, as he's like walking up to the door, I'm already screaming. <laughs> Happy birthday, love. <laughs> Just ruin it. From that's my boy. <laughs> I don't know if I would go if I was the brother. What I would do, I you know what I would do? Oh, tell the brother. No, just to be a dick. Show up as the other. I'd tell my brother, "Hey, let's do something for my for our birthday," and like make plans with the brother separate from the surprise party because he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> make true. my own fucking party fuck that or you show up 19 minutes Ooh, that's a good one dressed up as your other <laughs> <laughs> so you get the surprise and they're like hey surprise and like it's not me whatever but thanks <laughs> we wasted the good surprise on you yeah. <laughs> that's interesting that's funny what a, a world of twin like the twins world must be pretty it's gotta have its ups and downs right mm -hmm. like yeah, I love that. There's an SNL skit. Have you seen it with Chris Hemsworth and mm -hmm. I forget the name of the other yeah. person, but they're like they're uh, they're like they're twins, but it's Chris Hemsworth and then one of the SNL cast members. Mm -hmm. So there's a clear difference, and <laughs> like you know, and so they're like trying to like you know play prank on the on the on their teacher, to being like, oh, I'm this, I'm this brother, and then everyone's like, no, we knew it was you, like. <laughs> You're like, like you know, your other brother. He's got like, like, like chest, like a pe like pecs and stuff. Yours is more like soft, or whatever. <laughs> he's got like a nice, like firm butt. Yours is like one that looks like it just gets sat on. <laughs> and they just keep rip. They like keep ripping into him, and he's like, okay, okay, guys, okay, okay. And like to the point where like, okay, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Funny. Did you did you know that I watched an interview? I think it was with Rami Malik. He's a twin. Mm. And um, he said in the interview because they asked him, uh, it was one of the late night hosts. They're like, "Did you guys ever do the twin thing where you would swap?" And he's like, "Yeah, actually, uh, my brother was in a college course and he had to do a monologue for his final, 
and he was like, Hey man, can you come in and do this monologue for me? Like, I can't, you know, I can't do it. So he, he goes, I, I did it. I dressed up like my brother and I went in and I, and I delivered the monologue and the teacher pulled me aside afterwards and was like, I didn't know you had that in you. <laughs> and she's like, can you, can you actually come back and do that for my other class? And he goes, well, well, did I, did I pass the class? Did I get the passing grade? And the teacher's like, yeah. He goes, didn't know. <laughs> He's like, and then I left. <laughs> so that's why that's not what I thought. I thought he'd be like, yeah, and like performed all week. Yeah. <laughs> and his brother comes into the class. <clears throat> what, what's the other? So the other one's <laughs> this, this one's a little more. Um, okay, so let me. Uh, I'll just I'll just read it to you, and let's get yeah. your opinion here. So it says, am I the asshole for not making my daughter apologize for, quote unquote, traumatizing her her cousin? <clears throat> Brace yourselves, people. Ooh. All right. We went to my parents' place for lunch during the bank holiday weekend. My sister's daughter, Ella, who's nine years old, has unfortunately been fighting a rare form of cancer for the past two years. She's lost her hair and wears a wig and is never seen without it. <clears throat> Since her cancer diagnosis, Ella has unfortunately become quite nasty. I understand she's scared and probably very angry about how her life has turned out, but she absolutely terrorizes her cousins, particularly my seven-year-old Haley. Mm. We should have put a stop to this a long time ago, but it's hard to tell off a sick child and not look like the bad guy. The kids were playing outside when we heard somebody crying. Ella had dared Haley to lick a muddy puddle and gotten the rest of the kids to demand she did it. They were all egging her on, and Ella had my sister's phone and was filming it. <clears throat> when the adults came outside, I took Haley and made clear she didn't have to do anything and that this quote-unquote game stopped immediately. Ella still had the phone and was filming us and said, maybe we'll make her do it later. Haley was crying her eyes out. She let go of me, ran up to Ella, pulled off her wig, and threw it into the puddle. Ella started screaming and ran to her parents. She was hyperventilating and screaming for her parents, uh, to stop everyone looking at her. <clears throat> they took Ella into a room to calm her down, but my parents went mad at Haley, saying taking Ella's wig was a disgusting thing to do. They said Haley has no idea what Ella has to face every day. And then in quotations it says, my dad also survived cancer, so this is quite personal to him. Ella's parents came out and said that their daughter doesn't want anyone to see her. They said Ella is traumatized by everyone seeing her without her hair. My sister called Haley a horrible child and that only an evil person would think about taking a little girl with cancer's wig. Mind you, this girl's seven. Mm -hmm. I defended Haley and said that Ella and the others were clearly bullying and tormenting her, but my sister said it's not her or her daughter's problem if Haley can't handle quote-unquote girly teasing. My parents and my sister, brother-in-law, agreed that they want a written apology from Haley to Ella, one which shows that she understands what a cruel thing she did. I said that was not going to happen. We left with Haley, but I'm still seething. I'm truly sorry that Ella is having to go through cancer. Mm -hmm. but she was tormenting my daughter, ganging up on her and filming the whole thing. Haley obviously shouldn't have taken the wig, but she was very upset and being bullied. Mm -hmm. Am I the asshole? See, I, I don't see the problem in having like both sides apologize to each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's simple. Like, I feel like that's like the easiest one because it's like, they're they're both it's like one of those like both wrong yeah you know what i mean they're both they're both in the wrong yeah um i don't i think the parents are more the assholes than anybody yeah. else oh, yeah, yeah 
Uh, because going after a seven-year-old, telling her that she's disgusting and she's truly an evil person, I think is the probably the shittiest thing you can do to yeah. a seven-year-old. Like that's I mean, traumatizing. Yeah, that's to hear adults talking about you. Like yeah, that? like and talk directly to you. Not even mm-hmm. like I heard this in passing. Like, oh, my fucking uncle just came to me and said I was an evil person. Yeah. Like, come on. <clears throat> um, we've all done our. <laughs> we've all done our share of, you know, crazy things to. Yeah. Cousins. <laughs> this this Mike was the bully. This Mike was bullied when we were younger, you know? And then now look how the turns have tabled. Yeah, turns table. <clears throat> we're both bullies. <laughs> Shut up, Jesse. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've, I've just gotten better at it. <laughs> I've evolved. I've evolved. Yeah. This is this isn't even my final form. <laughs> I can hurt you with just my words. Yeah, I think it's more. I think it's more of a, a parent issue. Oh, yeah, yeah. Both kids should apologize to each other. I don't think the mom's the asshole for defending her child, though. Right. I think, hey, you handled that correctly. Yes, there should be apology from your kid, but also there should be apology from the other kid too. Yeah. Cancer is absolutely terrible, and especially for a kid to go through this, it's like probably ten times more difficult. Right. Yeah. But. Doesn't give you a license to be an asshole. Yeah. Doesn't give you a license to take that out on everybody else. And I think that the parents need to be the ones to explain that to her. These are good ones, Michael. Thanks, man. I'm here all week. I like them. All right. Well, we have a couple questions that came in. Um, so <laughs> I just asked. Episode 75, taking questions, fire the men. So this is what we got. Didn't we have a question from last week that we didn't get to? <clears throat> oh, yeah, we do, actually. Ben. Uh, I'll find it real fast. I'm so fast now with technology. Why <laughs> so good with tech? So there's a couple. Well, I'm going to save the... I'll save the Damon's. Uh, our, our buddy, Joey Sanchez... Say. He said, uh, "If you can go back, if you can go back in time to witness any point in Earth's history, where would you go?" Any point in Earth's history. Mm-hmm. I hate that my my mind goes to like see Lincoln get assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark, Mike. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's like shit that bums me out about myself. Because like <laughs> as soon as I read that, I was like, dodge, I want to be there like for Martin Luther King. I was Um, I think I would like to go back to I don't like couldn't quote you on which era this was, but you know, like aren't we uncovering like buildings and cities and things that seem to predate what we think are like the oldest civilizations? <clears throat> I'd like to go back then to see if they're <laughs> diving into Mike's conspiracy brain. If there were truly like civilizations here before us that failed and then we had a whole reset and why and what happened. Right. <clears throat> if not Kennedy assassination, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's see what really happened. Yeah, my my freaking my brain went to all these assassinations. I don't know why. 
Um, Maybe go back to see like how the pyramids were actually built. Yeah. Yeah. Just a bunch of Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> just Aztecs and Mayans. Freaking, yeah. It's like, oh, they built it because there was millions and millions of them and it all worked for free. That's how slaves work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, I don't know. I've. I think, uh, I don't know, like maybe maybe go biblical, see the parting of the Red Sea. Mm. What was that? What was that like? Um, a little Moses is my homie. Moses is my homie, dude, to see what he went through. Um, maybe uh, I'm going to keep it in the Bible. I want to see how tall Goliath really was. See yeah. what, that, what that fight would look like. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. Beyond the Ark. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> Beyond the boat. Um. Yeah, I don't know. There's like sports things I thought like, I always like think it would be kind of cool to see, or like um, one of my, one of my, like think about this at work whenever I hear like a banger on the radio. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, what like what would it have been like to be in the studio to see this or hear yeah. this? Yeah. I think about that too. Like every now and then you'll hear like just this chorus that's just mm-hmm. like, and because we've been there like when the moment that something clicks and you're like, oh, this is it. Yeah. This is it right That's here. the you take. Like, <clears throat> but just like imagine like, imagine like being, being in like a session with like, just like Whitney Houston just singing one of like, or even like the bodyguard, like that's on the, um, when I was in school, I had a, um, a teacher who had, I guess, been involved with some sessions with Barbara Streisand. And he said that, dude, it was like, like they'd all be hanging out, waiting around. And then she, she'd come in. Right. And it was like, she comes in. Okay. We're ready. We know we're ready to work. Mm-hmm. Walk into the vocal booth, basically get herself ready. They hit record. She'd one take wonder that whole thing and be like later. Balance. It's hard. That's before any kind of like visual. Well, no, I'll say visual line. <laughs> <laughs> straight, straight to tape, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, oh, we we're watching um the thing with like the boys to men, and they talked about yeah. David Bowie about how like oh no no sorry that was for the auto tune thing for the T Pain episode T Pain yeah and how like they're talking about like David Bowie just coming in and just like one taking yeah. basically most of the album. Mm-hmm. Insane. I mean, I probably could too. But I'm just 
we're just perfectionists now, you know. Nothing's yeah. ever nothing's ever good enough. <laughs> we like to take it line by line just to make sure that every line Yeah. Sounds great. <clears throat> but yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I feel like I think I'm, I think I changed my answer. I think I, I think I'd want to go back to like an iconic album being being made, being able to be there. What type uh, of like a Queen record or like yeah. a Beatles record or like a um, Queen, a fucking like Pantera record or like a Oh, you know what? If we're going there, I think for I mean for myself probably like No Effects, Punk and Drublic, mm -hmm. or like or MXPX, Life in General for me. Yeah. Or Ignite Our Darkest Days. <laughs> Dang, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. I would have anxiety about picking a place to go back to. Because <laughs> if I only had one <laughs> shot at this, I don't know what I would do. Dude. What if, what if, uh, I hear, never mind. I was just say like, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I don't say war. What war would you want to witness? It's like, why would you want to witness a war? And just drop yeah. you right in the middle of it. Now the question is, would just be, would we just be casual viewers or would we be in the shit? Mm, that does change things. Like, can, like by us dropping a fucking penny on the floor, are we going to change all of history? Type right. I think it'd be cool just to be fly on the wall. Yeah. Like you're there, but you're not, you can't, change or participate yeah. you're just just viewing viewing yeah i think that's the move i'd like that <clears throat> i was watching this this uh video that of course came up suggested to me because i follow mike perez and it was like i think we've stepped into a new timeline because you know don't you remember back in the day when we were younger your heart was on the left side of your chest and now it's like no it's actually like right here in the middle of your chest i wonder but was that more just a general thing just to be like, it's easier to just do this as opposed to just do this. I don't know. Actually, no, it doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> doesn't seem that much. Yeah, that much work. Yeah. I don't know. The funny one for me was the hibernation one. Have you heard that one? Mm -mm. How, like, growing up, we're always taught that, like, bears, when they hibernated, they slept all winter. Yeah. And then someone's like, no, they would die. So what is hibernation then? They just they're just not as active. Yeah, their metabolism slows down. Yeah, they're like low energy. But what are they? What's the difference? So we're all low energy when it's cold. Yeah, well, and that, that's that's the that's the thing where it's like, we were I was, and apparently and when she the girl was explaining it, I was like, ah, I thought that too, which is, I thought, for hibernation it meant that they sleep the entire time. They told us. I I've, huh. Yeah, because I thought they had to eat like a bunch yeah. before hibernation, mm -hmm. and they'd go and hibernate, and then they'd, and then that's why all like the document, like David Attenborough would be like, the cubs are making their first steps out after hibernation. <laughs> and you're like, oh, <clears throat> but they would die, right? I guess. I don't know how long. Actually, I don't know. How, I don't know how bears work. What am I saying? <laughs> I'd imagine they need water to survive a couple of days. But like after a couple of days, they they would die. Hmm. Interessante, bro. Interessante. Next question. So Next this question. This was I forget where this came from, but uh the question's coming from our boy Damon from Proposal. Alright. He said <laughs> he said, What should medication for diarrhea be called? 
And so I don't know where we saw this or how this came about. I think I did say that I wanted to say this on stage, but um, it's like the joke. It's a joke. The joke is the missed opportunity. It should have been called gonorrhea. 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 Did you did you uh, did you speak Australian when you were out there? Did you do the rise of blights? Rise of blights. <laughs> I said uh, I said heaps quite a bit. Heaps shit house. Heaps shit house. Um, oh, there's, there there was something that was funny that they said. I, don't know. I think this time around, I was just more listening to them talk to each other. Yeah, because there was more there was more Aussies around us last time. Last time we were in Australia, our buddy Chris Poods he uh, he was our driver, so he was the only Aussie in our in our vehicle. So it was mostly us and then him. Mm-hmm. Whereas this time it was us and then there was three Aussies in the vehicle: uh, Jonty, our tour manager; Jasper, our sound guy; and then Christian, our fill-in bass player. And so there was moments when like the three of them would just get going. Yeah. It was fun. Hearing Ozzy's like just talk about anything is fun. That's sick. You're right. Well, so for this week's questions, that, that, those are from last week's. Um, this one comes from Senor Jesse. He said, thoughts on Fat Mike and Haley Williams beef. Isn't that old beef? Yeah, I feel like it's I feel like it's kind of lame on Haley's side. Really, I think so. Because it's like it's like shit. First off, it's shit that Fat Mike. And if anyone who anyone doesn't know, Fat Mike is the lead singer of No Effects, a band that is notorious for being their entire career for having just like really off color banter. Yeah, it's it's meant to be insulting. Yeah, right. It's meant to push buttons, and it's meant to. But you're also talking about the same dude who like goes on stage and wears a dress. Yeah. And fucking yeah, like plays the whole set in, yeah. in a dress. He's queer. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. And he's never been silent about it. No. So <clears throat> Yeah. I don't know. That was weird. And I thought it was kinda lame. Um I mean obviously we don't know her side. This is kinda going off what Fat Mike was saying. But um that she wouldn't meet with him. He wanted to apologize and talk to her and she wouldn't meet with him. Yeah. I think that's lame. If you're gonna be mad, yeah. like at least have the 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 ability to talk about why you're mad. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I that's what I think. Um, let's see. From from Joey Groans, he says. Oh, he had for, his first thing was more just he wants to get on the podcast and talk comics with us. Sick. And movies, which I think we should. He said, "My question is." Uh, what are some things y'all do to help with anxiety ab- about going out? Hmm. Um, go ahead. Uh, for me, I have to have a plan. Plans are huge for me. Uh, and just a lot of things to help me with my anxiety, which is why I have such a routine at shows. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like not by accident. Um, I think, uh, I think when you're going out, like, I'm a very go with the flow and there's a lot of times where like, like a lot of like, like any, any changes into our plans and where we're going are usually like things that I know are going to change. Like for me, it's not a big change if it's like, Hey, we're going to get, we're going to go get sushi and we get barbecue instead. That's not, I don't care about that. That upsets me. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what would get me is if it's like, if it's like, Hey, we're going to go, we're supposed to go do, um, I don't know. Yeah, we're supposed to go get uh, get lunch here, 
And then I said, oh, and actually, we're, we're going to go meet up with all these different people. That would give me anxiety. Mm. Then I'd be like, uh, I'm playing yeah. for this. Um, but yeah, I think I think uh, having, before you go out, have a plan. Um, and understand that, uh, and also like ex- make it, accept in your mind that you're free to leave anytime you want. And there's no, no, don't feel bad about it. Um, Sometimes you, you got to bring your own car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, a huge fan of bringing my own car. Yeah. I've been bit in the ass a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is my nap time. Pardon <laughs> <laughs> the mic, been like. Let's go get lunch. All right, cool. And then I'm like, where are we going? They're like, we're going to uh, this place in uh, L.A. <laughs> I'm like, what? Fucking straight scooby doo him. Yeah, I think the big, big thing for going out, I, just, I think just just have a plan and just know like, your, your little exit strategy and just to be okay with it should it come about. Yeah. And maybe let others in on your plan to, or like to just be like, hey, you know, I'm going to, like if your anxiety is that bad, yeah. to be like, hey, like, um, I might leave early, so just heads up. <clears throat> I think being like open and honest th- with your friends about that too. Like, I think it's no secret in our circle of friends. That, like, if we get anxious about something or if we like are just like, hey, I gotta go. Yeah. Like, there's no like pressure, right. right? It's always like, okay, cool, yeah, all right, I'll see you later. Or like, I dude, I gotta fucking crash. Like. I mean, like ten years ago, maybe not. More difficult. Like, fuck that! You're fucking staying here. Yeah. Oh, here, drink this. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but like now, you know, we've we've grown quite a bit. Um, oh, you have work tomorrow. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> That's cute. Um. So, uh, uh, like, being honest and open with you with the people that you're going out with. Also, if if it's uh, for me, um, I think I've. I've mentioned a lot on this show that like I kind of tend to just force myself into uncomfortable situations so I can just deal with it. Um, and there are times when like I'll have anxiety about going out to places or like going out to a, an event or a thing or going to do something. Um, and I just have to like, like normally for me, it's like I have to put myself in that frame of mind. Like, Hey, this is going to benefit you in the end. Like it's get it like, it's good for you to get out. It's good for you to go out of your comfort zone. It's good mm-hmm. for you to leave that space. Um, <clears throat> you know, and that works for me. I don't, you know, it might not work for everybody, but like once I can get like, to me, half the battle is just getting there. Once I'm there, I'm golden. Yeah. Right. But it's the, like, like Martin always gives me shit about like not wanting to drive to LA or something like that. And I'm like, I just don't want to do that drive by myself. Like it's not an issue of the drive. I just don't want to go alone. You know, but when I'm there, it's fucking great. You know, like I have a good time. It's just the journey. <laughs> I'm discovering the long drive back by yourself. Yeah, the long drive back sucks. Like it's, what? it's that first stretch is whatever. Yeah. Like same thing. Like uh, like on my bike. Like I fucking love riding, right? But it's coming home that I'm like, I'm by myself. I'm tired. Fuck, man. I don't know if I want to <laughs> do this. You know, um, so. Like, if I'm with a group of people or, like, a couple of us are riding, great. Like, sick. Yeah, let's all go. If it's just me, I'm going to take the car, big dog. Like, that's just, yeah. Can I throw in something really random here? Hmm. I don't know. If, I don't think you know this. Uh, and how and how wild is this if you didn't know this? 
Did you know that my dad used to ride? Did not know this, and that is amazing. What? What? Why did he stop? Because he was in a horrific accident. That makes sense to me. Yeah, and he almost—I guess he almost kicked his own face in with his legs. I had um, I had a couple people who older that I didn't know rode, and when I first started, like uh, when I first started riding motorcycles, like on the street, there's a difference between like riding dirt bikes and quads, and you know, like not being in traffic versus okay, you're in the flow of traffic, like Mm -hmm. you know. So um, when I first started riding, like harleys and like on the street or street bikes or anything like that i would have people that would talk to me like yeah i used to ride and then I, they would just give me their horror stories and i'm like cool this is <laughs> sick thank you um and there were a couple of people that shocked me i was mm-hmm. like um like one of mine was uh actually a member of the church um i won't say his name but he, <laughs> he was he was like an older dude never would have thought and he was mm-hmm. like yeah i rode sport bikes and he's like in one one time at at the um i was coming up to a stop sign and somebody ran the stop sign and had to put the bike down went under the truck and i was like fuck for real he's like yeah he's like never rode again damn and then you get the horror stories like uh my good good friend andrew who's like yeah i bought myself a ninja went to go uh around in circles at the rose bowl fell down never rode again He's probably gonna be like, "It was more aggressive than that, you <laughs> asshole." <laughs> I remember uh, Phil, when Philip first started riding. He was living in L.A., and that stretch where like the uh, the ten becomes what is that the one hundred and one or whatever, like right in downtown, like by Alvarez Street, right there. So he's sitting in traffic. He wasn't paying attention. The car in front of him was like dead stopped, and he slammed on the brake so he wouldn't hit it. And fucking dropped the bike in LA traffic on the freeway. Freaked out. Had to fucking get up and get his bike going again. Oh boy, just left the bike and ran. <laughs> <laughs> Through the freeway? Just, just ran. So, <laughs> I've had a couple close calls, but like luckily, you know, knock, knock on wood. Knock, knock on wood here. <laughs> um, I, haven't, I haven't had any, you know, near death experience. I've had some, some bad some bad almost near misses but nothing where i've been like i haven't put the bike down or anything yet and i hope i don't but yeah dude uh, i remember one day i was going to uh torture culture practice i was gonna ride and i was like oh shit. some somebody hit me up like right before i was leaving i think it was maybe it was steve like hey can you pick up waters and like beer and stuff like that and i was like Shit, well, I can't take my bike. Mm. So I jumped in the car. And then I went to get on the freeway, and I was stopped on the freeway um, for like 20 minutes just trying to get on the on-ramp. But I was stuck. There were people behind me, so I was like, what the hell is going on? Finally, I get through the on-ramp, <clears throat> and there was a semi with a motorcycle rider in the wheels, in the tires of the... of Like, he was so wrapped up that they had to drape the cloth over the wheels and him like, it was like, a, like a tent. and i was like fuck dude and just think like and like that just happened right that could have been me if i had left when i was supposed to leave right and i was like fuck that's absolutely insane and then i went for a ride the next day <laughs> i don't know it's just <clears throat> i love it i love it but it the older i get the more it scares me 
Yeah. This comes from Jonathan, Daily with Jonathan. It says, have you guys ever written lyrics that you look back on and disagree with? Thousand percent. Dis- <coughs> well, disagree. yeah, I guess disagree is a tough term. I've written things that, that looking back, I'm, I'm like, ah, I could have done or said that in a more clear and concise way. Yeah. Something that makes more sense than the way it came out. <clears throat> I don't know if, if I... I mean, fucking old, old NBR stuff for sure. <laughs> like just being How a dumb old? kid. Like Mike Perez playing guitar old yeah, or? Yeah, yeah, Um, I mean, also just like not, you know, probably not really understanding what I was even writing about at that time because I was yeah. just a young kid. Uh, Now, I don't know. Not really. I can't think of anything that I would be like, uh, I don't know if I still feel that way about this or. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I wish I would have taken a different approach on like an album like Illuminator. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was a little too like personally upset, like my own things I'm mad about. Mm-hmm. I think I could have probably done a better job of like, you know, saying I can you know keep those things, but I could have probably found a better way to write. That's fair. But good question, Jono. Um. Damn it, Anthony says. What's the best guitar tuning, and why is it drop C? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this over to the to the riffer, the riffer to my left. I actually agree. It's drop C. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's that. Just there's just something so beefy and so heavy about that tuning that's just everything sounds awesome. I think at one point I would have agreed. But 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 Ryan is showing me the light of standard tuning. Standard tuning, man. Standard tuning and uh and maybe drop D for like two songs. Mm-hmm. But standard tuning is is it's it is nice to have the, the tighter strings on yeah. the guitar. Punch, a little punch yeah. I don't know, but there's just something about that fucking open note drop C just go you just uh, I still remember discovering just drop D, yeah, and just being like, "Whoa!" <laughs> just fucking. just that like, and you go, "Oh, that." I there's some weird tunings that I've heard like, uh, uh, fuck, what's that like D A D G D or some shit like that? Yeah, never like some weird like 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 the dashboard confessional tuning. Yeah. Like the the tuning where everything like if you just play everything it's a C yeah, but I don't know I I I, I don't understand enough. About- That's nerd shit, dude. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not about that stuff. That's cheater nerd shit. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what is it like American football riffs? Yeah, <laughs> all in that <laughs> weird ass tuning. Uh, that just I, that just comes from a place of hate, and. uh yeah, lack of guitar playing skills. Um, well, I, I, but to answer the question, Dropsy is is the future of torture culture. Yeah, we've we've made a decision. Nice. I'm gonna mess this the up. Standard Dropsy. I'm gonna go back and forth. Yeah. Um, there was a time when I I could I could lie because I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. What people would ask about MBR tuning. 
And I think it was, we're drop C, seventh position. Okay. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> and and so, I'm somewhere, Daniel's probably like, that's not even, that's not, that's not close. But people would ask and he would say like, tell him we're, we're tuned to this, but we're playing the position, the position of this. I was like, all right, man. And at one point I had it memorized. Just so you. <laughs> Just so I could tell people because I get asked that all the time. Down your hand. Yeah, people are like, oh, well, you know, like, the where you guys uh like the songs you're in, like, like what keys that? What do you like? Do you like singing in that? I'm like, I mean, I like singing it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. There, there is something about like lower tuning because you don't have to push as hard to hit the notes that that's like comfortable. I think for me, anyways. Um, but you have a higher voice than me, so playing in a more standard tuning or like a drop D is just fine. <clears throat> I'm like, Hey, let's tune down <laughs> so that I can hit those notes like yeah, a normal dude, human being. Dude, it was weird for me to play. Who did I sing for? I did. I was doing a song for someone. I was like, why create a void? Was it create a void? Whereas no, no, but I was like singing and it just felt weird. Cause it was so low. I think it was like in B or a, or I don't know. something crazy. You know, I was just like, this doesn't feel right. Cause I think everything for create a void was C standard. Which means if we drop the top string, it would have been a B. Mm. So drop B, C standard. And that's why it was everything was like beefy as fuck. And that's why I could get those like just lower, more aggressive screams because it was lower to me. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I did, I did a vocal for someone. I remember just thinking like, man, this is like boring for me when my voice sits. It just felt super like, I don't know. Yeah, and then if I went if I went up the higher thing, it just sounded like too high. Yeah. Uh, um, Jordan asks, "Who? Jordan? Who's this? This is Jordan. <laughs> she is the girl I'm dating. Oh, oh my! You heard it here first, folks." <laughs> She's like, why did you dodge my question last yeah. week? Yeah. <laughs> she she kind of called me out on it. So is that uh, is that a thing? Is that a thing now? Like you guys are you guys are dating? We're dating. We we go on dates. We're dating. <laughs> we got on so multiple dates. Dude. It's fair. That's fair. I'm gonna, for anyone, there's a there's a, a Martha. My mom has a has a definition for dating. Mm. So I guess What's Martha's definition? Uh. It's uh, if you're kissing, you're dating, like from high school on. So I think in a weird way for me, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast. Like kissing for me is like a big deal. Always has been, which is why I think it was hard for me to like just hook up. That makes sense. <laughs> just have sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we talk? Get, we, I guess we can say that. Like you, you're not a big one night stand type guy. You've never been like a. All right, cool. Yeah, I think it starts with kissing, the emotional part of it. Yeah. If I can't get past that, if I'm not like, if I'm not there, then I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not into it. Interesting. Yeah. I guess in in a lot of ways too. Is that why you didn't kiss me back? I kissed you back. <laughs> I was fright. I was frightened, Michael. <laughs> One I didn't the, know that these feelings would come up. One, one of the things that was like, 
it was it was awesome because it like uh it made my life easier because i don't have to worry about like if she's me jealous or not it was a uh, it was with stacy mm-hmm. and for her like because I, th- I think people would ask her like do you really trust mike on tour and she's like yeah yeah and, and her and her reasoning was like she's like i knew he liked me and it took him forever to do anything <laughs> i was like that's yeah makes fair that's fair that's yeah yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I think for her too, because she's like, and if I did, if I ever did do anything like that, she's like, it, it's just because he was like horny. And like, but I know he doesn't like her. Like, something like that. She was like, say she was cool in that sense, but yeah. she's like, just understood. Like, yeah, she, she, she gets it. She gets it. But yeah, no, never been a, never been a fan. There's moments where I feel like, I, like I'm like, man, I feel like I wasted opportunities on tour. But then there's like also you like you you go on Instagram and you see that like so and so just found out they have like a four year old. <laughs> so then I'd feel better about my <laughs> about you, my decision. Have we talked about I guess Jesse would probably be the one to ask. Have we talked about like the moments like that we clearly remember in our lives where we had missed opportunities on this podcast? Uh briefly, not not missed opportunities, huh? Like to to sleep with somebody. Oh, have we ever talked about this? Yeah. Have we ever talked about this? <laughs> I don't think so. Because I've one cleared my like I I was so dumb. So dumb with girls until at least Oh, I know the story. But at sh- least for share. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> the one at my house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is probably a joke episode. <laughs> Which is <laughs> I had a uh I, when I was <laughs> when I was in high school. I feel like I've told this story, but this is just how like how completely dumb I was when it came to like You were naive. You were you're young stuff. and I had a girl come to my house after school um, and she basically uh, was like, oh, yeah, I got to get ready for a softer soccer practice, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and I was like, OK, cool. She's like, I was like, well, the bathroom's right there if you need to change. She's like, no, it's OK. So I'm sitting at my I'm sitting at the island in the kitchen. Nobody else is home. It's just me and this chick. She was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and she changes in front of me. She like gets down basically to her underwear and is just looking at me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> being, being a gentleman. I'm being a gentleman. I'm legit like, like there's a fucking bowl of fruit on the counter, and I'm like, fucking with the bowl of fruit. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I and I and I and the fuck the thing is, I it, probably to her, she probably thinks like. Oh my god like he's not attracted to me at all mm. was not the case i thought she was so hot but i just i was so dumb i didn't get it i didn't get it and then she like just slowly like shamefully shamefully like <laughs> put her clothes on put her soccer stuff on and then she's like all right i guess i should go and i was like oh cool yeah like yeah, i'll see, have, see have you a, tomorrow have a great practice i'll see you later you know and then um it, like gave her a hug and walked her out and it wasn't until like 10 years later, I was like, just randomly sitting in my house. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so long later that it finally clicked with me. I was like, damn it. <laughs> we never hung out again after that. Yeah, because you probably felt like she wasn't good enough, Michael. Yeah. And now she has a complex. That's probably uh, when the rumor started that I was gay. <laughs> <laughs> just a good friend. Just a good friend. Just a good, good bud. Just a good, good bud. Mm. 
Yeah. I don't know. Missed opportunity? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm always the last to know when someone like is like into me though. Yeah. You guys have those moments where like uh, you talk to somebody from high school and they're like, "Yeah, dude, I had a major crush on you." And you're like, "What? Why didn't you tell me?" <laughs> Actually, I kind of did have that. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've had that once or twice. Yeah. And I'm like, "What? No." <laughs> you lying? I just, I just, yeah, I just go on. I just tend to believe that they're just big liars. Yeah. You're just saying that now because look at this. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> Look who came crawling back. <laughs> Wait, did we even answer her question? <laughs> what was the question? Question was, we just... No, uh, you didn't even ask it because you started talking about how you're dating. Because uh-huh. you guys kiss. <laughs> what is the funniest joke you know by heart? Oh. I hate so this Mexican, so <laughs> I hate this so much because, because you know some good ones that you can't share in here. <laughs> no, but also because when you like, I'm that person where you put me on the spot. I'm like, uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. uh. you know a lot. <sighs> You're a knower of jokes, a jokes smith. I don't know what's the funniest joke you know off the top of your head. Um, it's not really a joke. It's more just like a, just a dumb thing where it's like, uh, it's, um, if someone asks for like money, like 10, like, if it's like 10 bucks, like $9, why do you want $8? You can't really buy anything with $7. So why would I give you $6? <laughs> you just hurt Jesse's brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, so I have an old, I have an old, um, Blonde brunette. Careful. Okay. okay. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I guess we go like little quick one-liners. You know, like what do you call two Mexican guys playing basketball? Juan on Juan. Juan on Juan. You know. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the uh, blonde brunette and redhead one was like, you know, the, this blonde brunette and redhead walk up to this nice house and it's like, <clears throat> you know, hey, um, you know, I wanted to you know know like if there's any work that you need any side jobs or anything like that and the guy was like oh i need somebody to paint my porch and the brunette was like that's way too much work i'm out of here um so they left and then the redhead walks up like oh yeah i need somebody to paint my porch nah it's it's way too much work i'm out of here so then the blonde walks up he's like i need somebody to paint my porch and she's like okay i'll do it and then so she goes and starts working and she comes back like 20 minutes later and she's like, I'm done. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, that was so fast. And she's like, yeah, you know, I, uh, I, I painted the Porsche just like you asked. But I think you were wrong about that because that's a Ferrari. <sighs> like with the car jokes. Real bad joke. <laughs> Real bad joke. <laughs> mm. I feel like... I feel like a lot of the jokes I have are just probably not appropriate for the yeah, podcast. Yeah, most, most of them are not appropriate. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tap out as far as. Um, For the future of this podcast. Yeah. I feel like there's so many dad jokes out there too that. Oh yeah, those are good ones. Yeah. I think. Well, this one is. We'll edit this out if it's bad. (laughs) 
but uh the one about um what are your pronouns hmm. or do you or do you do you do you do you use pronouns yes then let me she them titties <laughs> It's so quiet, bad. Quiet at that one later. No, we're gonna leave that one. <laughs> well, but, uh, my wife told me to get in touch with more uh, with my feminine side, so I crashed the car. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. Jokes. We got jokes. Oh. But I'm just not a joke teller. You're, you're a storyteller. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, I don't know. Jokes. I I need to have like one line. I like if I go on, if we're on tour, I'll usually have like a joke, just in the barrel, just so I know, so I don't like fuck it up and try to think on the spot. Yeah, I have one like ready to go. The Houston one. Yep. Knew that one. Uh, the gonorrhea one was like gonna be one that I was gonna say mm-hmm. in between breaks. Um. Oh man. I'm happy. Actually, never mind. I was gonna say, I feel like there's some some jokes I may have said a couple, <laughs> years, a couple, a couple years ago. Maybe, maybe haven't aged too well. <laughs> we'll find out when I get canceled. Yeah, I'm sure it'll up. happen one of these days. I've already, I've already. Uh, have you ever? Th- <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I'm the only person who thinks about this. Seems how there's, you know, a history of me being, you know, doing, on stage since I was 15 years old. Yeah. So chances are I probably said something maybe inappropriate, <clears throat> maybe off color. Um, in my mind, I've already decided I'm not going to apologize. No. Well, I won't apologize for anything like that. I'll be like, dude, I was fucking, when was this? I, I think that there's there's got to be a point where, like... Like, the shit that we did 10, 15, 20 years ago, like, we're no longer those people. Right. Right? Like, I, I need you to see who I am now. Yeah. Person, right? I've said a lot of stupid shit. I've done a lot of stupid shit. I've, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody, even the people who are doing the canceling, yeah. have done things that either, I mean, not even regret, like, just things that, like, they wouldn't do now. Yeah. They're They've different. Everyone's different. They wouldn't now. say now. And so, yeah, that's yeah. My so for, uh, on this, I think I said it mostly in Australia, but like I was talking about how like the song outdated. A lot of it's it's, it's me. It's yeah. the the way I used to talk about suicide, and I used to talk about people who had, um, you know, people who who had some kind of uh, you know mental illness, and what I thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like with Will, I called him a coward. Yeah. You know, I, but you were angry. Yeah, but it's just like. So if that comes up for me, I'm just like, well, that sucks. I said that. I've obviously just wait till they hear you mm-hmm. talk about homeless people. <laughs> I've come such a long way, Michael. <laughs> Michael, I've come such a long way. I know. I actually had to had a call security on one the other day. Did you? How bad? Yeah. Which one? Uh, I, I don't. He, I don't think you've seen. It. He's a he's a newer one, but uh, he's in the shop just hanging out. And then he was kind of like eyeballing people all weird. So then I just was staring at him. And then we caught eyes and we stared at each other for a long time. And then that that's like kind of, I don't know. For me, like, yeah, that kind of t- he tells you a lot. So he just staring at me, didn't say anything. So I went over to him and just asked him, like, hey, man, can you get a drink or anything? 
He's like, no. I was like, all right, well. Well, well you got to go. You got to get going. Yeah. Yeah, that's always a weird one. I feel, I feel bad, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Especially at our shop, we've had so many, so many, like, bad. You've got one there. I know it's like a regular flyer there that is always asking for money. He's always at, could you feed me and my dad or feed me and my brother? Or cool. Like I pulled up on a motorcycle one day. He's like, Hey, cool. Harley, man. My dad was so-and-so. And I'm like, Oh, cool. He's like, yes, we're going to have a dollar. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <clears throat> You're like, all right, fine. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I believe that's it for, for our questions, man. Man, we're gonna end on the bad joke thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. We, we can end. Uh, let's just plug our plug our resources, which we're, we're finally happy we moved on from from how angry we were, we were about that. I'm happy that we're in a better place with our cards and resources. Oh, <laughs> um, I had I had. I had one more, am I the asshole? Oh, that's it. Yeah, so it says, am I the asshole? I recently started dating this new girl um, who also happens to ride in on the podcast that I host. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I do it. It was one movie. Right, uh, Mike. It was one movie. Have you seen Air yet? No. Anyways. So Mike, Mike went to write with Ryan um, on Friday, and I didn't get a chance to go because I was at work. Mm-hmm. You happen to go early, um, <clears throat> so you're like sending me like videos and like the stuff and like the, the fucking banger that Ryan hit us with, mm-hmm. um, which I had no part in really. Yeah, that was all right. That was all right. <laughs> uh, and then so he sends it to me, and I'm like, dude, this has to have like this big chorus, you know, and and like I kind of had told. Mike this on Saturday. Like, I have to turn my, uh, I have to turn my mm-hmm. like vocalist brain off because I'm like, I'm listening to this track. Oh, it would be sick to do this vocal pattern here, this thing here, and I'm like, no, no I gotta let Mike's gotta do this, and then you know I'll come in with some input later. Yeah. Um, but so then I was like, yeah, I just go, yeah, it's gotta have this like fucking huge chorus. Mike's like, yeah, you know, like. Uh, this chorus about it, it, what'd you say? It's like about forgiveness. I was like, dude, I think it sounds to be sick, man. <laughs> I, I, my idea is it's gonna be about like forgiveness and how, like, you know, <laughs> uh, like, like if you do if you're doing something without your friend, I, I forget how I'm gonna remember. read it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I still have it. <laughs> I was trying to write off of ride Mike's excitement, you know. I was like, this is, this is a good time. <clears throat> he oh, so he goes. I was like, it's got to have a huge chorus. He goes, it will. It's going to be this sick song about forgiving friends for losing shit and watching movies without them. And I just found it, mm, not feeling not it. Feeling <laughs> it. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. But look at look at us now. Look we at got us now. I saw Guardians. Look at us now. I saw I saw it again yesterday. Bailed on me for coffee so that you could go burn states or something. I don't know. Burn states. <laughs> What? Oh, I was like, I was like what? Burnish it. Yeah. Which uh, I think Which you just found out. You just found out that I uh, that that they call me Slaybar. Dude, how? <laughs> kind of, it was kind. Of, it kind of pissed me off a little. I was just like, 
I was like, that's fucking sick. Dude. Like, dude, we thought his last name was Slaybar. I was like, that's so much cooler. Yeah, it's way that's cooler. So cooler. <clears throat> yeah, when Gerald and I were texting randomly, he was like, dude, I'm going to just start calling you Slaybar. And I was like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm fine with this. <clears throat> it's cool. It kind of pisses me off that I didn't, <laughs> didn't think of it sooner. Or that I've, I haven't heard anyone call you that. Have you ever heard that before? No. That was the first. Him and Daniel, both, they both thought that. That's fucking awesome. Because of your Instagram name? I don't see how they got that. I'm like going on to see your Instagram right now. <laughs> it's just my name. <laughs> I know, but I'm trying to see like how they, how did they get there? <laughs> I mean, I could, I guess I could see it if you kind of like move. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if you rearrange the letters, but. I guess I yeah I I guess I can't see it. Yeah, I'll take it. Dude, my my search history is pretty funny. <laughs> can you read the top? Can you read the top three searches? I don't know why phone? I was looking for. I mean, obviously, you know, funny raccoons, uh huh. <laughs> but I don't know. I I can't remember why I was looking for golden retrievers. Anyway, and then like boobs and butts and stuff and guy stuff. <laughs> It's not, it's not all raccoons. Boobs and butts. Boobs and butts. Anyway. So with that. Well, I guess that's it for this. Oh, and he, so. says, he says, my name's Rocky Raccoon. I was like, oh. <laughs> At Walking Blind Pod everywhere. <laughs> It's a episode seventy five. You're welcome. Episode seventy five. You're welcome. I actually, um, uh, so I ordered a thing that was supposed to be here by today, and it didn't show up in time. I was hoping to have it for episode seventy five because this window pisses me off every time, and I've been trying to find ways to like, hey, what can I do to get rid of this window? I found a way. So it's gonna look really cool here. Imagine episode 75 looks sick like this right now. What is it? I'll tell you later. That reminds me. I have some things I want to bring. Some decor. Yeah, cool, dude. I'll... <laughs> like, you know, when, you know when you like first start dating that chick and you're like, hey, can I leave like some socks here? And they're like, yeah, there's like a drawer down here. That yeah. you can... I'll give you a drawer. And then it takes over everything. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Bring it in, dude. That'd be sick. We'll put bring it, it in. Bring it in. Find a nice home for it. I th- I was thinking it could be sick to do like on each side, like maybe like two shelves on each side, like one on your side, one on my side, and then just put the stuff that like your our flare, your flare. Yeah. I can't let be uh, motorcycles, cars, freaking yeah, tools. Might all be wrestling. <laughs> all right, let's go eat. We're, we're clear. At walkingblindpod at gmail.com. At walkingblindpod everywhere. Walkingblindpod.com. Mm-hmm. Walkingblindpodcast.com. Follow it all. Yeah. Follow it all. Love you guys. Peace. Put it back again. No way to handle it.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.